Hey everybody and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Digital Wave. How have you guys been? I hope that you've had a great great week and you're looking forward to the weekend and the Digital Wave is here to meet you right there when you're just about to jump right into the weekend with a little dose of tech, a little dose of something very cerebral, uh, something just to take away from your weekend. And uh, we hope we are in your background uh, when you're doing your work or when you're driving somewhere in the weekend, the digital wave is there. Or even uh, in your nap time, uh, bedtime reading, the digital wave just comes right in and uh, just listening to us. As we give our take on digital in Sri Lanka, where we see it, we call it. And that is, uh, by default, the digital wave. Um, We've, I've had a, a bit of a tough week this week. It was a very busy week, actually. Uh, probably one of the weeks I would say that uh, that I was really moving around uh, more than uh, more than usual. I think uh, maybe perhaps after the COVID lockdown, this would have been one of those weeks where I've actually moved on, uh, moved about rather more than uh, usual. So that was just something from me personally. Um, on on a Sri Lanka perspective, I think, uh, thank God, we've managed to, looks like we've avoided a second wave. So that was interesting. And uh, again, kudos to, to all our healthcare professionals on that. Uh, I think we've got the situation under control. We're looking at an election which is coming and uh, most of the social media landscape seems to be uh, anchored around that so that is an, an another interesting development uh, that i've noticed so on that uh, i just wanted to touch on last week's episode as well we've had some very good feedback on contact tracing apps and how they can be used in sri lanka some very valuable inputs coming in from medical professionals as well on um, how it could be done uh, finally, uh, just to cap off, I urge that this tech should be used immediately because we saw even today there was one, one uh, uh, I think a person who was a drug addict who decided to jump out of IDH and uh, mingle around, around people and uh, finally he was apprehended near, uh, I think, General Hospital. So again, uh, just another case, use case for a digital contact tracing app or a contact tracing app of sorts. So on that note, we are going to jump right in to this week's episode where we have another exciting topic that I wanted to discuss with you all. Stay tuned. Welcome back everybody after that short break and uh, before we jump right into our episode, I just wanted to give uh, some very interesting and very exciting news for me. Uh, basically, this podcast, Digital Wave, is now available on all major podcasting platforms, not only Anchor, so which includes uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and so many other uh, renowned, established podcasts. So I, I'm absolutely thrilled and very honored that um, our, my little humble podcast is on all these platforms and can reach most of you now through these platforms. So that's something very humbling for me. 
because we started this with a vision to get some real discussion on digital in Sri Lanka and I'm I'm proud and I'm happy that basically it's reached this level in this short period of time we are on on our 10th episode uh, this episode is our 10th episode and given the time that we've operated uh, to be able to go into all these major platforms and to be recognized to be featured on all these platforms is i think very humbling so thank you everyone who joins us and who gives your inputs your feedbacks this is your victory and this is your feedback that's driving the digital wave so thank you very much for being with us from day one or being with us and driving us and making us achieve more and more things and hopefully we can bring you better and better things as we go along so on that note let's start this week's episode what i wanted to discuss about is actually uh i was i was just browsing instagram the other day and what i noticed was a i think there is a healthy healthy ecosystem of influencers that have sprang across uh all of these social media platforms which i think personally is a good thing uh, there are people who are out there that are using social platforms to gain an audience to create an audience and to create a platform for themselves which i think is a good thing and which i think opens up into a lot of new avenues in terms of social media and in terms of uh, web based marketing so i think it's an interesting niche that is happening and i think it gives a platform for so many people to uh come up with so many creative things and to come up with so many creative niches and i think i recognize that and i i gen- i appreciate that uh, especially it being out there i think it's very important it adds a lot of color to the entire ecosystem uh, especially uh sri lankan youtubers uh, f- i remember looking at uh, jahan's videos a long time back that about 10 years ago and thinking wow here it is a sri lankan a proper youtuber uh, influencer who's just coming out and doing really good content and and uh, I'm, i'm happy to say i think sri lankan uh, influencers sri lankan creators have built on that and they've come a long way so this week's episode we're actually looking at well influencers in a way that uh, who is influencing the influencers you know let me explain uh, we see a lot of influencers and one thing i really zeroed in on is that uh, a lot of these influencers actually do uh, a lot of endorsements uh, you can see specifically on uh, platforms like instagram or even youtube for that matter where they do come out with uh, support for a certain brand or a certain uh, company which is fine i mean that's completely understood and if a certain brand or a certain company wants to collaborate with you or aligns with your values and you want to talk about them uh, in terms of your channel or your audience that's completely fine and i think that's accepted and even if that is sort of a commercial partnership i think that's also understood and i mean nothing nothing happens in a vacuum it's understood even youtube I mean it's generally understood by everyone when you watch a video there is a certain degree of monetization that's involved your views are a revenue stream for those creators and it's a good thing 
completely understand and completely agree but something that i saw earlier this week was mkbhd the famous uh, tech gadget reviewer major fan of him i love his work i love his work ethic and how he approaches um, a tech review uh, or or basically just how he does his videos so i'm a big admirer of him and he actually came out with a youtube video on influencers and how he does endorsements and that got me thinking when we see uh, some of these influencers doing these endorsements uh, especially on i think it's anchored more towards instagram to be very frank more than uh, more than uh, uh, youtube but i'll come to that as well but when you when you see that then uh, something hit me that do you actually disclose what sort of relationship you have with these companies that you're working with do you disclose the commercial relationship that you have or the level of engagement that you have with the company um when you're making a claim about a product or a service is that coming out from an honest place uh when you're doing a review for example uh, on a on a let's say somebody's doing a review on a laptop is that coming from an honest place where you're actually looking at this piece of tech and saying you know what um i like abc about it but xyz is bad because of these reasons and therefore you know this is my take on it or are you reading off a pre prepared script that a company sends you that you need to parrot to your audience and and maybe there's a commercial uh, transaction there that's fine but certainly the disclosure of that uh you know how you communicate that to your fans do your fans actually know if you're doing that in an authentic way or are you just using the magnifying platform that you have to run a commercial that's also fine but i guess since social media influencers or influencers or creators have a little more fiduciary responsibility to share and be more authentic with their fans about the kind of relationship that they would have with brands or with companies so before we you know dive a little more into this let's take a step back and figure out who is an influencer what do you define by an influencer so an influencer is someone who has the power to attract purchasing decisions of an other because he has authority knowledge position relationship with his audience meaning that for example if it's a guy like mkbhd um if you do follow him uh, if not check out what uh, mkbhd does on youtube he has a very niche tech following for example if you are if you are curious as to the new iphone what are the features how does it look like uh you know how how does the camera work uh, you know is it better than the, the previous one what's the comparison with uh, let's say the latest samsung phone that type of thing that's pretty much what mkbhd does day in day out so he has a certain niche that he has done a certain uh, um audience that follows him for that particular content uh in sri lanka i think chanuk's bro honestly is is the closest example i can think of all tech related stuff runs through him and he does a very very good job uh of uh, reviewing those tech products i don't know chanuk's personally but 
I'm a fan of his show and I'm a fan of his channel. And honestly, I think he does a fairly good job of giving honest reviews. For me, the Sri Lankan name KBHD, honestly. So shout out to Chanuk like that. I hope you're listening. <laughs> but on a serious note, yeah. So he has a niche audience and they have the sort of the authority or the expertise to talk about that. And therefore, they are giving those views. So that's fine. The other one is a following of a distinct niche of with uh, with whom he or she has actively engaged. The size of the following depends on the size of his or her topic niche. Again, uh, if you're into tech, there's a whole bunch of people who does that. Um, one thing having a teenage daughter has taught me is that apparently there is a lot of people out there who are doing makeup reviews. So if that's your niche, certainly there's a huge audience there on those particular channels and so many other in between. For example, uh, when I wanted to figure out um, what sort of mic actually to use for the digital wave and what sort of equip equipment you need to use, actually there are particular niche channels for that as well and where they discuss about what are the best equipment, uh, sound quality, how do you do a setup, how do you do post-processing and so on and so forth, so many different things. So there. Uh, again, different influences clustered around different topics. So certainly we get an idea, they have a niche, they have a following and sort of an expertise or experience on talking about these things. Then you might be asking, okay, Asela, what's, what's the big deal? Actually, the big deal is uh, the Federal Trade Commission of the United States interestingly sets up um, sort of a guideline for social media influencers and this is where it gets interesting so it's called the disclosure 101 for social media influencers uh, i will try to put the link somewhere where you can find it or you can actually search for it federal trade commission disclosures for social media influencers if you actually go through that there's an eight page document which you can download and here it talks about very specifically do you work with brands that recommend and endorse their products? And if you do, what are your responsibilities as a social media influencer or a creator? How do you make sure that you disclose that in a responsible way to your audience and to your people? Because honestly, people might be making a purchasing decision based on your recommendations. People might be making a hard physical decisions on what you discuss and what you endorse as an influencer because you have certain credibility in your audience certain credibility certain authenticity and like i mentioned experience in doing certain things so they discuss certain disclosures that you need to make and i think i'm going to take a little bit of time to actually go through this because it's page three and I think it's really vital that everyone understands this uh, before we, you know, go on. And basically, it tells us when to disclose. So you have to disclose, for example, if you have a financial, in employment, personal or family relationship with the brand. So I don't think, again, I've not seen Sri Lankan influencers do this. And I know for a fact there are some celebrities that it's very... Um, I think it's understood that they do have some sort of uh, uh, financial relationship with certain brands, but certainly they never disclose it. Um, and yet, if you consume their social media content, 
all the time you're exposed to certain brands and you're given a blanket endorsement on those brands but no context is given uh, so I think that is the question mark here when it comes to Sri Lanka I wish there was something like the FTC guidelines that we can publish where we tell our influencers you know what uh, probably under the Consumer Affairs Authority where you publish a set of guidelines like this uh, where you say listen this is what you need to disclose so one is like I said financial employment personal or family relationship financial relationships aren't limited to money uh, for example if you got something of value you have to disclose that as well so that's not money for example uh, okay let's say uh, your social media influencer you got um, cookies from a a baker that you know and they sent a box of cookies over and said you know what here's a box of cookies go and endorse my brand be open about that and sometimes I see it sometimes I don't sometimes people try to uh, especially uh, a certain types of influencers try to demonstrate that you know it's just something that happens to them or they just walk in and there's a box and ah so if you can perhaps disclose a little bit more on the type of relationship you have and of course say you know what uh, I know so and so or so and so uh, was a follower of my page and they sent me this over therefore I'm testing it out it tastes great go and buy it I suppose that is is fair fair disclosure uh, also if a brand gives you free discounted products or other perks to mention its products to make a disclosure if you weren't even asked uh, to mention that product then certainly that's something a little serious so let me say that again if a brand gives you a free or discounted product or other perks and then you mention one of the, its products make a disclosure even if you weren't asked to mention that product so very simple once again brand gives you free perfume and you say you know what this is the best perfume that I've ever put on by the way they gave me a crate of free perfume uh, which is why I'm saying that even if that was not required to mention you should probably mention that because then your fans know okay the company there's there's a process behind this and you know perhaps uh, maybe there's a certain degree of uh, of weightage behind why this person is saying that so yeah um, also because I think this is also important don't assume your followers already know about your brand relationships a lot of um, stars in Sri Lanka I would say uh, assume that yes oh I'm aligned to so and so it's it's very clear so therefore I'm endorsing this brand uh, perhaps not perhaps people genuinely assume that because you're being authentic in your messages or messaging and your content perhaps this too is a part of that authenticity and I think that's important to uh, to disclose uh, even make a disclosure if you think your evaluations are unbiased very good point again uh, once again I don't think a lot of people do it but certainly still mention yeah you know uh, I got the camera units or de test units or demo units uh, 
that sometimes you get uh, for tech reviews so then you can very simply say you know what Samsung sent me a test unit of their latest phone uh, I'm going to have a look at it my relationship is just that uh, they just sent it to me and I'm gonna have a look at it but I think you should just look at it to see how it works blah 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 and I'm gonna give you my honest review very simple disclosure makes it very clear to the audience and uh, you know uh, it's very clear then and this this uh, FTC document goes on and on about how you do a disclosure and uh, you know how you word it how you say it uh, some phrases and so on and so forth so uh, very interesting uh, certainly and I was then curious I went down uh, the rabbit hole once again and I tried to figure out if there were other guidelines anywhere else in the world apart from the US Federal Trade Commission and very interestingly uh, apparently there is um, the UK CMA Chartered Institute of Chartered Marketers Association issues a clear guideline for social media influencers includes links for online reviews and endorsements so that's called guide guidance social media endorsements the competition mark markets authority sorry CMA's competition and markets authority so I think similar to the consumer affairs authority of Sri Lanka so they've pretty much published a set of guidelines um, branded content Instagram itself so, so platform specifically Instagram uh, wants you to disclose it but sometimes I've seen people don't uh, but certainly Instagram itself uh, wants you to do that paid product placements endorsements YouTube so YouTube also has a uh, section where they specify how to word endorsements and so on and so forth again I don't know if uh, if some of these uh, influencers do that uh, so yeah um, this this is what what I wanted to actually touch on with you guys about social media influences specifically in Sri Lanka and listen if the digital wave is going to hit and certainly it has hit uh, a lot of our content will be digital uh, most of that will be consumed on social media and unfortunately Sri Lankans 92% of Sri Lankans uh, online are on some kind of social media specifically Facebook which is the biggest uh, social media network in Sri Lanka uh, if you talk to any digital marketer they'll tell you this is a Facebook market Instagram has its own niche we have about a million 1.2 million I think followers on Instagram so it's a it's a growing platform and there's a certain demographic I believe from uh, about 13 to about 25 a very heavily heavy demographic that uh, is active on Instagram so certainly uh, and I see a lot of people small businesses doing very well specifically on Facebook and Instagram then of course comes to these influences I think they're heavily centered around Instagram because uh, certainly the platform allows uh, more freer expression of influences on Instagram uh, in that case of course and you see these people they they do that and and they give out certain content which is fine but certainly uh, time and time again they'll make endorsements and I think it would be nice and more 
ethical if you disclose how those uh, endorsements are made if you disclose the relationship you have with your brands and if you disclose for example if it was free sample sent to you or if you have a financial relationship or you have any other kind of relationship it would be nice if a person can share that uh, the ugly side of that unfortunately if you've read very recently uh, Unilever's and the cosmopolitan Sri Lanka fiasco in how they use skin whitening creams and they wanted cosmopolitan to promote that and excuse me unfortunately uh, the editor took the stance that we are not going to tell little girls to bleach our skin her words very brave of her and i spot on i think colorism is a big problem in sri lanka and i'm glad that uh, someone took a stand on that and what happened was uh, basically this brand had threatened uh, the editor to be removed and so on and so forth so certainly brands do uh, that's the ugly side of all this brands do exercise a lot of uh, um, influence over content creators over magazines and so on and so forth we are going online most of our content also is going to be consumed online going forward because of the uh, change that covid-19 has brought to us so if that's the case i think it's pertinent that we have some sort of ethics and some sort of uh, regulations governing specifically how influencers creators and so on and so forth do promotions uh, endorsements and and you know basically how you when you introduce a product to your audience how it should be and how honest you should be about them this does not mean in any way not to do it please because i think it's a vital part especially a guy like chanuk pro it's a vital part for him to work with phone manufacturers to get test devices obviously if that doesn't happen um he can't do his youtube channel and of course i don't think it's viable for anyone to go and purchase each and individual devices when they come to the market so test devices are important and relationship with key brands are vital to your content that being said i think we all collectively can maybe show a little more restraint or be a little more open with our fans on how we educate them on how when we show them something we tell them where it's coming from and we are transparent about it uh full disclosure digital wave no <laughs> no endorsements no brands nothing and uh, i promise you right now as it stands we have no affiliations to anyone for that matter but but in the future if there is a, any endorsement or any brand that wants to collaborate or work with us in any way or form i will be the first to tell you where we stand and we are going to make a stand right now on that I'm going to be very open with you as our listeners and I'm going to tell you exactly where it's coming from how it transpires what the relationship is is there financials or not so that's something I can tell you in a very open manner and an honest manner and I wish perhaps more influencers come out and do that in the in the event that there is that the there is an absence of that I suppose I urge the consumer affairs authority to come up with a standard similar to the federal trade commission standard where we uh, have a set of guidelines where influencers 
what influences dis disclose and so on and so forth because thing is this um the danger is someone might make claims about a product that are maybe scientifically inaccurate or or may cause harm to somebody and then uh, i suppose the people who endorse that will not take responsibility for that i think that's uh, that's wrong if that happens so i think sort of this sort of transparency and um, exposure is required so that you're also being responsible for what you put in front of your fans on that note uh, again it's open for discussion uh, please reach us on our twitter or send us your questions in any way or form we are on instagram as well please uh, follow our instagram handle please follow our twitter handle and uh, like i said please join us on the numerous podcasting platforms the digital wave is now on thank you very much for joining in for this week's episode i hope you have a blessed week and an awesome week ahead thank you very much cheers everyone